I want to take a quick moment and give a shout out to our sponsor, Elgato Gaming. If you're a seasoned content creator or interested in creating content, I highly recommend checking out all the Elgato products. One of the many industry-leading game capture devices that Elgato offers, and one I've personally used for the past couple years, is the Elgato HD60S. The HD60S is an external capture card that not only looks good, but provides stunning 1080p, 60fps, and is powered by the Elgato's superior low-latency technology that makes it easy to record, upload, and live stream professional content with ease. It also offers a 3.5 millimeter input for a microphone or an external audio source, whatever you'd like. It's plug and play taken to the next level, literally. So if you want to show off your skill on live streams or just record your gameplay for a highlight video, the Elgato HD60S is my number one recommendation. Pick one up today and support the podcast by going to deserto.com slash Elgato. That's D-E-X-E-R-T-O dot com slash E-L-G-A-T-O. And start creating your own content today. You're listening to the Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Monster Defense. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and here with me today, the man, the man himself with a new Victory Royal hat, Mr. Monster Deface. What's going on, buddy? Hey, yo, what's up, dudes? Uh, Yeah, man, I I got hooked up. I got the full brand new swag bag coming in. So we got a couple new hats. I could finally put away the old trusty dusty Victory <laughs> Royale and the uh, number one hat. Yeah, you had one some... of them original Victory Royale hats that they were like yeah. sending out to people that were like doing content earlier, early on. Yeah, oh. yeah. The, my first Victory Royale hat was actually the one that I earned when I ever met um, the esports team at Fortnite. Uh, TwitchCon, the original one. Oh, okay. Um, I played the game there one on land. It was like my first little experience. And yeah, I won myself a victory I had. So that's how I actually got my first first one. But ah, I got you. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for mine. Epic, if you're listening, I'm waiting <laughs> for mine. And so is our guest. We'd like one too. Go ahead and send them over to us. Uh, well, real quick, before you jump into our guest, this show is brought to you by Deserto.com and FortniteIntel.com. Make sure you go there. Check out all the latest news there, guys. Also sponsored to you by Elgato. Check out the HD60S if you guys are looking for a uh, awesome, awesome item to you know stream with, to, to game capture with. It's a great device over there. You can visit Deserto.com. That's D-E-X-E-R-T-O.com slash Elgato. And you probably heard the ad before the show. So if you guys have any questions, obviously you can DM me, uh, sh- you know, shoot over to me. But Great products over there, Elgato Gaming. Tons of other fun stuff that we use all the time, like stream decks and other great items that they have there. So check out Elgato.com. Make sure that you are following us on Twitter at the Fortnite Podcast for all the latest news of what's going on with the show. And, you know, shout out. Thank you for all the support to Monsters Channel each week. And last but not least, the reviews are going to be after this show. So if you're listening, you left us a review. The 500,000 I feel like I'm read off. They are there, and you can listen to them after the show. So thank you guys so much for that. We really appreciate it. Stay by, listen to you know the little shout-outs I give everybody. We really appreciate you guys and all your support. Well, without further ado, this man is the man that I first met at PAX, and uh, probably the first interview I ever had. Little did I know that he was with a little team called Ghost Gaming. You guys might know them. They've won a little over a million freaking dollars already. And the Fortnite pro scene. And he has been here for the long haul. Actually, one of the first guys in the pro scrim discord. And one of the guys that first hang out with me. I actually chill with him watching the finals of PAX. He saved me a seat there on his beanbag. 
I don't know if you actually saved it for me, Enzo, but I squeezed in there. <laughs> and uh, you know, he's here with us today, Mr. Ghost Enzo. What's going on, buddy, and how are you doing? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> never stops. Never stops. Never good. stops. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Man, glad to have you here and hanging out with us. Why don't you tell everybody real quick, like, who is Ghost Enzo? How how did he become Ghost Enzo? And you know, how'd you join Ghost? How'd you get there? And you know, what what's what made you to this point? Um, been scrimming a real long time, ever since the beginning. Um, made a really good squad scrim team. Basically, back in the day, all there was was squad scrims. No one played duos. No one played solos. That stuff was irrelevant. Obviously, since the skirmishes, that's the most important stuff now. But back in the day, it was squad scrimming. Um, we were playing against some of the biggest teams at the time: Phase Era. Like some real old orgs that were in the game that may not be in anymore. But um, so basically, we did pretty good in scrims, sort of destroying people. And FaZe recommended us to a few orgs. So when we were in talks, it was um, Ghost was one of the guys that came to us, and they were like, you know, they gave us a deal. And you know, we, we talked to a bunch of other people that told us it's a really good org. You should definitely go for this. So we signed. Who was who was on your team at that time? Uh, that was me, Samas. Um, Demo and Bizzle is when we signed the gifts. All right, so Bizzle, you guys probably know them, and Demo, you guys probably have heard of them a few times throughout this. I mean, Monster, you've said their names a few times throughout throughout these yeah, skirmishes as well. I'm, I'm a fan favorite for the Ghost team. Uh, I support I support Demo and Bizzle pretty hardcore when I'm up there on the stage for sure. <laughs> for sure. Well, how did so? What do you think has been the key to the success of the Ghost? I mean, obviously, you guys had success like you're talking about early on. What's led to that success now as you've continued to build out, you know, ghost gaming as a whole? And all, you, you guys have a ton of people on the roster now, but what's been, you think, a big key to y'all's success so far? Um, really been working together, always having each other's backs. You know, no one's always, always in the mood to grind. You know, people, you know, they have their downtime and stuff, but um, we're always here to pick each other up. Um, it's a great community, a great group of guys. There's no beef between anybody. You know, I got some of these teams are beefing between each other every once in a while. Um, we're a close-knit family, and... Uh, that keeps us grinding. That keeps us good. Play together a lot. We help each other expand our socials, expand our gameplay, expand right. our skills. So it's basically just close knit family working together, and, and we make things happen. So you guys uh, have had quite a success. Like I said, over a million dollars made by by you guys. You're the largest, I think. I mean, uh, maybe Face caught you now with the fall skirmish, but pretty amazing for you guys to have the success that you have had. And you being at the events, like I said, watching them with me, and it's not because you couldn't qualify, you you didn't qualify. It's because you couldn't actually try to qualify as you're going through these events and seeing them. But you are there. You were at PAX. You were at TwitchCon, supporting the team and moving forward. How's it been for you? What's that been like? Because a lot of people say you are like one of the best in that pro scene, but you just haven't had your chance to be on the big main stage yet. And how's that been for you? Just sit at these events and not be able to compete yet. Um, honestly, I'm extremely grateful. It's not a great situation to be in, not being able to compete. But at the same time, it's like, what 15-year-old, you know, underage player gets signed to a tier one org, you know, being a part of this great community and gets to travel all around the country, you know, maybe even the world soon, depending where, you know, Fortnite wants to expand their games to. So it's just such a great opportunity. And I honestly couldn't be more grateful. Is it, is it burning you inside a little bit though? Because you know, like, man, I could be in there making some money right now. <laughs> Every, when I saw those Pax West uh, qualities, I was like, oh, just 5K, just 
I was sad. It was depressing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can tell you it spilt over in our conversations many times watching your passion for the game and seeing that firsthand. Monster, I mean, how would you how would you take it? I mean, sitting there, you you kind of on the side of commentating it, get to join in, but you also are very competitive. People might not see it as much because you do so much content creation, but as far as how he's feeling, you've probably felt that before a little bit. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you always just look and be like, uh, just as even out from a commentary, like, and, you know, hosting's uh, standpoint, right? Sometimes you see plays and you're like, man, like, if I'm in there, dude, I like, I know exactly what to do here, right? Like, I could, I could be crushing this. Like, I could be <laughs> top 10 right now, right? Sometimes you just really feel that you feel that feel inside of you. And I mean, at the same time, you got to look at the, uh, you know, the balance of it, right? The pros and cons, like you said, right. there's uh, also, you know, there, there is pros of being outside and looking in. So, I mean, you got you to take it for what it's worth. But yeah, I, I totally feel the fuel sometimes when, you know, you're just watching all the conversation right. really gets going. So, but that's a lot of motivation for you. Well, recently, Enzo, you actually went and competed at the Microsoft events that's going on in the stores. And you went, yeah. you were Sir Bucky, uh, Dementor, and Aiden, correct? That was y'all's team that's together. And you guys won, won first place? Tell us about that. Well, we won like our store. There was multiple phases. Um, so in our first phase, went to our store. We had like the most pro teams. It was definitely the most stacked store. We had like five, five pro teams. We had like Turkey Lips there. We had Red Reserve there. We had um, former HTC players. So a lot of really high end competitors were at our store specifically. Um, definitely our game plan for phase one, which was pub stomping, was like insane. Everyone did. Every, everyone thought like, oh, it's two two split. That's too risky. Let's drop us a squad. We're not going to get enough kills. So people were really like switching up, not knowing what to do, whether they had a good first game, bad first game. So basically what I said is let's squad hot drop. So we squad hot drop, like tilted, squad hot drop paradise. And then uh, then we 2-2 two -two split. So we had a super safe drop. And that's really the only time that like, pro players are you know, the most vulnerable when there's a lot of RNG involved. So we were squad dropping um, on some of these hot drops, getting a lot of starting kills. And then, you know, with the balloons coming out just a week before that competition, it was really easy to rotate across the map and, pick up a lot of kills without losing any of our teammates. So you talk about redeployment and, and, you know, being able to, well, using the balloons and then you had redeployment also come. What are your thoughts on these, these movement things that you, that you've got to take in on? How are you feeling about them? Um, I really like redeploy. Um, the whole reason I brought redeploy in, like the basis of it is because they have all these mobility tools, but getting those mobility tools is RNG and they want to get rid of RNG. You know, they want to make this the most skill-based competitive team they can make. So redeploy is just like anyone can use it. You know, you can jump off whatever you want, press space bar, and you got a mobility tool at hand all the time. That was the whole gist of it. Um, and I like it. Um, some people hate it because they're like, oh, I attack a guy for 190 and he bounces, right? But, um, you know, you can say that for anything, though. I could just run away and start building. I could make you use all your mats. I could make you follow me. I could be on 10 out the whole time and not let you hit me once. Just right. follow me and follow, follow me. So um, I think it, it just adds a new meta. I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it's like anything great either, though. I just think it's there and it changes the meta. So, you know, like you said, there's been a lot of controversy around that and that happening. Monster, you know, we, we, we've seen some people tweet at us on Twitter with, hey, ideas, mm -hmm. some great ones. Like, uh, and, I, and I'm curious to get your thoughts on this, Enzo, and your news too, Monster, on like, what about a durability thing for your, for your umbrella, right, per se, or for your glider? It, do you think adding a durability so that you can't just use it, use it, use it, use it as much as you want throughout the game, is that a good idea? Or, Enzo, do you just think, hey, it's like I said, like, make it less RNG, you know, have it vi viable and there all the time? I mean, they have two options. It's either, you know, take all the mobility tools out to give it all that extra RNG or keep 
um, the, the redeploy. And so, I mean, I honestly think durability would be a pretty bad idea because the whole point of it is that you always have a utility tool to move with. So let's say you have a durability, someone shoots you out of the sky. I mean, are you going to have like a certain amount of uh, umbrellas you could use, like one, two, three? Yeah, I think, I think for well. the most part, like when people have brought this idea that's made a lot of movement per se on Reddit was that the the umbrella would only last maybe maybe you have like a time right say we'll just break it down in time say it's a minute you have a minute of use to use it throughout the game and that minute allows you to you know whatever it is you have that time right throughout the game you can use that type of durability not so much as far as you know damage durability but you know use durability per se um i actually like that a lot because um it really puts into perspective do you think it's a good time to use my umbrella you think this is a good situation to use it because you know you only have your whatever 30 to a minute of uh, use of it so it's like is it really worth running away from this fight to lose an umbrella that could give you a free rotate at game so i think it just brings into uh you know new meta and uh just new ideas of where you should be using it i, I think it's a good idea because i feel like people will be spamming it a lot people just build up ramps like at the launch pad all the time all yeah. around the map you run around the map you can see like if you go back in spectator mode and look back at the map it's just covered in ramps and screams it's just people flying around the map, not wanting to you know, use mats to rotate. So I think uh, having a mobility tool like that with durability would be a pretty good idea. What do you think, Monster? Um, I'm still standing with the remove redeployment and introduce the balloon system as a replacement. So instead of rem- uh, balloons being a item, just replace it literally with the entire glider redeploy system. Um, and because balloons are like relatively balanced, you can use them in ways to speed up your rotation when you're, uh, you know, hopping, but you can also slowly use them to elevate yourself and, and do those kind of things. I, I do think there's a little bit of balance that needs to be struck in the redeployment system, though, because, you know, the infinite gliders and just being able to do it uh, at, at will whenever with no cost and no risk is definitely, uh, you know, a little, a little weird, especially in the, in the competitive scene. You'll see like, now there's a lot more players alive um, in scrim games at the end. Maybe it's because of the prize pool. Maybe it's because, you know, different people are finally getting the opportunities and they want to be more cautious versus these guys that have, you know, consistently been at the top. Who knows what it's really caused uh, or what's causing it. But I think it's a, a balanced thing that has to be struck. But I'm more for uh, remove redeployment, but keep the idea of uh, that. Just replace it with the balloon system. I think the balloon system is fantastic. And it shouldn't be an item. Just give it to everyone, kind of like Enzo said. Uh, make it available so it's a skill-based uh, option. Yeah. And what it takes you, a lot more skill to use balloons. What's your thoughts on that, Enzo? I think balloons, you can just go to straight to height limit with balloons. You can't even get shot down. You just you just fly up the height limit. Yeah, it leaves you vulnerable to like getting shot and stuff, so it's more of a risk to use it. But I mean, it just brings the idea that you can storm fight people, that you can go to like the very edge of the map and, you know, storm's coming in. You got two minutes, two-minute run. You could take a fight and then you could just balloon out. I think that kind of like deletes the purpose of the circle beginning game. I definitely believe that balloons shouldn't be like the main mobility tool. I think, how I, feel. I, I think it's crazy, right? Because both of you guys have been so involved in the pro scene. Both of you guys play at high levels against people that play high levels. And and so it's it's interesting, right, to see all the different thoughts and processes that are there based on, you know, what you guys like in the game and whatnot. And that's why we, that's why this is called the Fortnite podcast in case anybody's wondering. No, we yeah, love so, to talk about. But, but that, that's why I said, like, there's definitely balance that needs to be in the game when it comes down to something that's permanent. Right. That's why like the whole controversy behind like redeployment system, 
Like there was even like a big, you know, back and forth of parallax and myth. And it's, it's, it's always going oh, yeah, down. I on saw it. I saw it. Yeah. I, yeah. I jumped into that too. And I was like, well, I just want to say more pros than cons. All right. That's all I got to say about this. You know what I mean? Cause like I like redeployment, but yeah, it's not perfect. Um, but we'll, we'll get there, man. Tell you, we'll make it perfect with our idea right here coming <laughs> from our listeners. Durability. <laughs> only use it yeah. so many times. Right. Or maybe, so, maybe so many redeployments, right? It's like a counter. You only get to redeploy it so many times. Or I don't know. Down. It's a good idea. Sword, the, the reason there's so many people alive that game is because of redeploy. Because less people are going to shoot at you on rotates. More people are going to be like, oh, I want to get to this next circle. I have this free rotate. Why would I stop and shoot somebody? Why would I let somebody shoot at me? Just go. There, there was actually a post on Reddit that showed eliminations from Summer Skirmish versus Fall Skirmish. And like Vivid had like 97 in Summer Skirmish and then Fall Skirmish. He was like just shy of 60. Um, but he was still number one for most Elims in summer, most Elims in uh, fall. And then the, the list went on, right, all the way down. It showed the top 25. Summer Skirmish had way more eliminations as opposed to the new redeployment system. So that means, like, either the storm changes are, like, literally chunking players and taking them out the map, so Elims not available. Or, again, like, this new rotation uh, thing, the changes recently have definitely changed the way people are engaging. So somewhat of an I mean, opposite of putting it, putting that statistic upon redeployment. I mean, it, redeployment was only there the last week of fall skirmish. So if you're going to count, right, but what I'm saying is like the recent changes of, uh, from storm, within I got you. Yeah. 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 yeah Cause you know, they, they changed the storm specifically. All the changes. Uh, yeah. Right. 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 So that's probably what's been affected the most, the way the zone moves, the way uh, that the time limits, right. They, they've been changing that the most. So I think the storm is actually you know, a lot more of a, a dangerous place now. People are just being clapped by the storm in these events, for <laughs> well, sure. I, I can say that for me, and I don't know about you, Enzo, I'm interested because you were at both events with me as well. W- did you think that it was more entertaining to watch fall uh, the, the summer skirmish, or was it more entertaining to watch the TwitchCon fall skirmish or the summer skirmish? Um, I definitely think it was like like Juicy Summers fall or like the final events like TwitchCon or PAX. I definitely think PAX was more entertaining than Summer. Yeah, like the PAX is more entertaining than TwitchCon because PAX there was mid game fights constantly. There yeah. was no mid game fights in uh, the TwitchCon. Everybody was making it to end game. You had like fifty plus people in like third to last circle. It's in like these better heats. Right. So I definitely believe that PAX was more entertaining to watch because it was more action throughout the whole thing. I almost fell asleep three times to TwitchCon. I swear. <laughs> I had my. Te- I, I told my teammates I was like, "Wake me up at endgame." Yeah. Because I could up. not. <laughs> I could not watch it all the way through, dude. I was just so so tired. It was burning hot in there. Oh, that's Those true. Those beanbags were so comfortable. <laughs> I just was gonna pass out. I definitely believe PAX was a way better experience for like viewers for yeah sure. yeah I, I agree too i think i enjoyed pax a little more and like you said probably the main thing being that we weren't like enclosed so we actually had air movement going on at, at <laughs> pax and so it was, a, it was a lot better uh but that doesn't discount monster you did a fantastic job buddy at, at the fall skirmish killing yeah, it i already said i already said killing my piece it. man three was probably the best heat that i've seen of competitive play in a while uh so you know i, I got my <laughs> it was it was pretty it was pretty amazing and i mean not to mention some of the favorites were in that heat right so yeah the, and and the big names right the ones that you that you that sh- that tend to be the ones I, that I are fun just, and I outgoing think i got to hit my favorite players at the same time so that's probably what made yeah. it like <laughs> tell us tell us one thing before we move on to some topics real quick about the game we want to know something about aiden that maybe 
we don't know. Why don't you tell us, Enzo? What, what's some most people don't know? I, I think I know a few things about Aiden, just being around and, and talking to him that most people don't know, but that you don't see when he's playing the game outside of the game. What, what is something that's really cool about Aiden or funny about Aiden that most people don't know? Funny about him? He, he wears sandals everywhere he goes with no socks. <laughs> <laughs> no sock sandals everywhere. It's, it's true. It's the most... I hate it so much. I'm like a shoe junkie. <laughs> and I see him wearing his like Nike, Adidas, thrift shop slides, no socks, <laughs> everywhere he goes. Uh, you, don't, you, don't, you don't see that on his face cam. I'll tell you that much. That's yeah, true. You, can't, you don't, you don't see it on his face cam. And I think he's one of the funniest dudes. Like, even if you take oh, him yeah. outside the game, the dude has some uh, amazing dry humor that would just knock your socks off. It's absolutely hilarious. But, is, you know, ha- had to get a little bit of Aiden in there was with Ghost, you know, since he's really been repping the name quite a bit. And Bizzle as well. Bizzle has to be the nicest guy I've ever met in the whole world. And, and, and did you notice about him? I got to ask you this. Did you notice a change in him from the summer skirmish to the fall skirmish finals? As far as him being like, more like, all right, all right, I got a little swag to me. I feel like Bizzle had a little more swag to him at the fall skirmish than he did at the at the summer skirmish when he, you know, hadn't really been discovered yet. People hadn't really seen his skill. And then I feel like at the fall skirmish, he was uh, he was really happy to see everybody a little more outgoing. Like, yeah, I'm Bizzle. That's right, goes Bizzle. I, 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 did you did you see that? Yeah, yeah. He's an extremely humble guy. And super. Like, obviously, he had some some crazy skirmishes this past year. So super humble guy. And I think this first event, you know, everyone kind of had like that anxiety and stuff. No one was really like super like happy and stuff. You know, my 15 year old, whatever, you know, I was fine. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> but, you know, everyone came out there and, um, you know, yeah, it was, I think he was really happy to see everybody at PAX, you know, too. But um, definitely, I think he just got more used to being with everybody in real life. So he's more like, you know, more himself around everybody. Yeah. So I definitely feel like he was like that at uh, first time. Well, shout out to all the ghost guys, for sure. I got to say, anytime I need an interview, the ghost guys are there. Uh, they're always open. Great group of people. If if you're not a ghost fan, you need to check yourself and go be a ghost fan. Uh, and Because there's a lot of great guys, a lot of great players on the team. And definitely, I'm like you, Monster. Repping, definitely repping the ghost when I can. Bunch of great people over there. Well, without further ado, let's jump over to our new segment brought to you by FortniteIntel.com. All right, so a couple quick things to run through that I want to ask you about and get y'all's feedback on is, you know, Fortnite's dying, in case no one heard. Uh, it's dying. Uh, there's no. only... There was only 8.3 million concurrent players released by Epic. 8.3 in August. I believe all these statistics come from August, by the way, uh, which is uh, you know more than basically double of February at 3.4 million when we all thought the game was at all-time high. So in case you guys didn't know, it's dying, but somehow gaining concurrent players. Uh, so 78.3 million <laughs> players across all platforms and over 100 million downloads in a single month. That is absolutely unbelievable. I mean, well, I mean, when people tell you, Enzo, that Fortnite's dying, what, what's, your, what's your take on that? Um, well, obviously it's not dying. Like you said, <laughs> 8.3 million people. I mean, very small amount of people, but big, big amount of people. Um, you know, every time they tell me that, I, I always respond with, yep, new H1. That's the new H1. Yeah, new H1. <laughs> what about new you, H1 Monster? H1. I mean, your life depends on this game in a way, in, in the fact that you make a ton of content that is known around Fortnite. and what, I mean, how do you feel when people are like, oh, man, the game's dying, bro? 
people are so ignorant at times it's just funny like i'm like oh yeah it's it's almost like when they say ninja streams dying he only has seventy thousand people watching i'm like are you out of your damn mind like the the, the average streamer has like 20 viewers yeah he has seventy thousand. like you're crazy yeah. um and this also goes to another like post that i read uh some article brought up like oh fortnite had uh like 10 million and this summer and and now you know and they use like school time transition numbers right right oh they, yeah we talked about that it was the twitch like, viewers yeah shit. yeah yeah like barely any twitch viewer dip and i'm like you're out of your mind to compare summer statistics when all the kids are home yep. to school time return statistics not to mention they're still high like they're so high yep. way higher than any other game so we were crazy 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 yep yeah sure. I think some people don't understand the idea that you know, a game can only go so it can only get so big. It only hits one, it only hits its peak. You know, it can only go so high, and it can only decrease from there, right? Right. But it's still like some of the biggest numbers. Like, yeah, you know, we were at 10 million concurrent players, however long ago. Now it's 8.3, but it's still 8.3 million. It's what can, 8.3 what can, million, dude. You know, what, right. can you, what can you say for the game you're playing? You know, whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, most games would be happy if they have a million concurrent players, right? I mean, most most. I mean, that's a lot of people in case people don't realize that's a lot of people. Right. So especially a lot of games. Well, uh, with like 30,000 daily login uh, for gamers, you can see the steam numbers. Yeah. And then those games have been around. Like there's a lot of games have been around for a few years. You have millions of players. What is the lifespan? Uh, If you even use any of those games as references, this game is going to be around for a while. Yeah. No, it's definitely going to be around for a while. And if you look at like League of Legends and its lifespan and it never had this many players so exactly i'm just saying uh, and league is still a huge game to this day um native keyboard and mouse support coming to xbox one um and this is is this necessary here's the question i have on this you guys and and i talked to you enzo a little bit about this you know you you really wanted to try to push aiden at pax to when he got home just to play from pc a little bit right i don't you know it, it yeah we, we, we saw he's still on console a little bit but then, you know, Monster, you've played on both, on both console and, and mouse, or, or keyboard and mouse on PC. Is, is this really viable, number one? And number two, from a streaming perspective, I'm interested to know if right now a lot of these people are doing like dual PCs because of number of reasons you can do your research, but basically of how PCs are performing with high, high profile games and all together, would this, number one, solve a solution for people? That like, hey, I can stream on my Xbox and do keyboard and mouse. And then, you know, stream through my PC, per se, so I'm not, you know, eating up the PC uh, GPU or, or, or CPU, right? Is, th- is that a solution here? Or is this just like, hey, trying to make people more sweaty by throwing keyboard and mouse on Xbox? I'm all for, like, opening the gaming, you know, like, sphere, right? The Kind of like Fortnite, it's making it all cross-compatible. Like, I'm down for this being the future of gaming where this becomes a trend for all console, right? PlayStation, Xbox, and all these guys to take up native keyboard and mouse and open up their servers to, you know, allow players to all play together. Because once you break down those barriers, we're going to get to real competitive standings, you know, in the, in the future. Um, with that, I mean, Xbox is, you know, Microsoft. They're already, like, in this world. So I'm sure they understand that their numbers are probably going down. With these kind of changes, they're probably, like, really extend the lifespan of the console generations uh, for more years to come because more people feel like, you know, they have that creative freedom to play however they want to play. 
and you know obviously enjoy their favorite game so uh, i'm all for like opening up the uh the cross compatibility stuff but i think the competitive scenes should be split i want to you know spice yeah, this up here. consoles should really compete against uh you know stick players and uh mouse keyboard versus mouse keyboard uh, that's just me though whole nother demon of a topic. Yeah, yeah. But, well, well, I mean, Izzo, go ahead, jump in there, <laughs> however you want to address this, whether it be the split another pro scene or if you want to talk about keyboard and mouse on P- consoles in general, right? Xbox here in particular, but consoles in general. I definitely believe Epic's done a really good job at making consoles like viable, like controller at least to play against PC players. Like I think it's like semi-viable. You know, they've made it like to where you can add it instantly and stuff like that. So they've made it possible to compete against PC players, but there's only so much you can do to where, like, you know, I can flick my mouse at any speed I want. You know, your, your little joystick can only go one speed. So, you have to call it little, okay? You can just say joystick. You ain't going to bash my joystick. <laughs> joystick can only go so fast. Yeah. So there's, like, these barriers that literally can't be broken. It's just how it is. So I do believe there should be separate play of console, like, I mean, keyboard and controller. But uh, I also believe there should be, like, times where it Fixed too, where some tournaments might be. I don't know, maybe LAN events can be both or, you know, together, however they want to put it. But I definitely believe there should be constant tournaments and PC tournaments. For, that goes for like every game, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see how this continues to move. I think really this is just a sign of what Fortnite has done for gaming as a whole and opening, like you said, Monster, opening the broadband. Enzo, you even said it, opening what what epic has done for the gaming community as a whole and allowing people to play together right and and really just kind of join in and not have these barriers that we've had before uh, we had uh we had this you know skin that's supposed to be coming to aim skin flush factory leaked it my big question here and and i'll put this in the show notes so everybody can get it but the big thing here is basically that this skin was leaked on flush factory there's something that came there and, you know, it's draping over Flush Factory uh, on one of the chimneys, I believe. And it shows that this, you know, the skin's coming. Long story short, the skin as whole, when they looked at it, had like, you know, frost feet and all this stuff, hinting at a winter map coming. Enzo, when you look at the map as a pro player and you guys keep seeing these changes coming, is, you know, do you really care if it's snowing during winter time on the map? Is that fun to you guys? Or, you know, does, do these cosmetic type of map changes not matter? You want to see more POI changes? Um, I think this really appeals to the uh, not competitive community. All these changes are like most things that they add, you know, like we didn't care if they added a golf cart. Not a golf cart they, we didn't care if they added like those shopping carts. I don't think, I don't remember seeing a single competitive player using a shopping cart. But I saw every single bot on a shopping cart going down hills, hitting trick shots. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, we, we got to. We got to spice it up. That's the reason it has 8.3 million players because it's, <laughs> it's always coming out through content. It has the money. It has the people. It has the resources. So it's always coming out through content. Sometimes it appeals to the competitive community. Most of the time it doesn't. And I'm semi-okay with that, but I do believe there should be a separate game for non-comp. And I think there should be a separate game for comp. So, I, I mean, I'm fine if they make the map snowy. I mean, it affect my gameplay. But um, I definitely think if they want to add all these silly little things, I don't mind. But I definitely believe there should be a casual game mode and a competitive game mode, you know, to separate some of these cosmetics that are being added or some of the, these just silly gadgets that just get in the way of us competitive players. Yeah, I think that's an interesting topic, Monster. We've talked about it. I haven't talked about it in a long time, but he's right. Like, 8.3 million players is not 8.3 competitive players. The majority of those people are casual you know, players that just love the game, love the world of Fortnite that they've created here. And you have something like this that maybe it is leaking, maybe it's not, but say we get a winter map that we've cried for for so long and we did last year and we, you know, we got, we got snowball shooters and all that kind of fun stuff. But 
how do you feel about it? Uh, you know, for content creation, it's a different thing, right? This is exciting for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm first off, like I'm, I'm a, I'm a sucker for cosmetics, but like you know, visual changes. So like, I would have loved even for fall, like if all the trees were like red instead of green, right? And like you know, it, I would have been so cool with all that kind of just the small stuff. The right. subtle stuff really makes me feel immersive, like immersed in the game. And uh, you know, I love playing the game because it looks great. Fortnite does look great. Uh, I would love to see snow. As far as like when we jump on map changes and stuff, I would really uh, love to see classic uh, map style and design for competitive play. One that doesn't shift or, uh, or alter very often so that players can compete and become the best on like every situation in a certain situation. We get closer to that core competitive, right. uh, you know, standing where people want to be. With all the changes, like even like live events happening in game, it's, it's kind of like a big, you know, fiesta at times during a competitive scene. Like uh, I'll use the cube moment for an example. Right. Like, uh, you're in a live setting and a <laughs> comes down, like dab slap in front of Ninja and uh, his teammate, and and they attack it. They don't know they get hit back. You know what I mean? Like how can you have that in competitive? Like that's kind of crazy. Right. Uh, so I understand what what they do. But I think for like the future, when we finally get to uh, settle down, uh, customizable, or a place to where we can run cl clean customs and stuff like that, we have a, a point where maybe some map changes or some weapon playlists and stuff can be disabled and we can really iron out the kinks of what works and, and what will make this game the best uh, for the comp scene. Because like you said, uh, that, and that's why the comp community is so like, you know, light switchy, right? When something comes out, they think they're getting attacked because they're, you know, the holy girl, but you're not, dude. Right. Like it's those guys have to be here to make you guys relevant. So uh, you, you have to compete, uh, comp appeal to the, to the casual community. Uh, for no, sure. that, that makes sense. That makes sense for sure. And, and I, I definitely agree. I think Enzo had a good grasp on it too. You know that, Hey, look, it's got to appeal to the main majority of people. Like you said, otherwise we don't have a fun comp scene to watch, you know, yeah, exactly. we don't have all the money to rent a tent at TwitchCon to do an event on, you know, or, or probably give away a hundred million dollars, by the way, in two years, which, well, what do we have left? What do we have left now? We did 8 million in the summer, right? And what? 10 million think, in, in the like fall? We probably have like 78 million, something like that. Yes. That's ridiculous. Oh. Only 78 million guys. <laughs> it's dying. The funds are dying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's another sign. The funds are going down. Sorry. Funds are uh, dying. Guys. <laughs> Sell your accounts. Get out of it. Yeah, yeah. Get out oh, quick. Uh, version uh, 6.22 patch uh, came along with a couple quick things I want to address. And then I want to get a quick tip and trick from you, Enzo, and, uh, and from Monster. Uh, a couple quick things. Blitz mode came and went in three days. As a fan of Blitz mode, I'm actually pretty upset about this. They replaced this thing with dance, whatever it is again. Dance, dance, revolution nonsense. Look, I'm not a fan of that mode. I don't like it at all. My little one loves yeah, that game. Yeah, your little one can like it. I like Blitz. It took forever to come back, and then they take it away in three days. This is BS. All right, this is BS. I, I, I don't know if either one of you guys played Blitz Mode or you like Blitz Mode, but for me... I was loving it. I love Blitz. I loving it. I think Blitz is like the greatest mode. At first, I was like, oh, why they brought it back in squads? But dude, Solo V squadron was so, so like fun. It's possible. Random squad fills were great because even if your team died, you just take over in the Solo V squad. 15 uh, minutes in and out. So great. Um, I, I thought it was like a big test to see what like server chaos would you know feel like, uh, you know, with all the building and stuff. Hopefully, they see that like people like the extra mats and and yeah. you know the the pace of the game just 
there's less RNG in Blitz. Yeah. There, uh, I think uh, they also show like a uh, buffed spawn rate for all weapon drops. Like, you know what I mean? It's literally less RNG. Yeah. I'll, I'll stay on it for too long. Go ahead, Enzo. I was about to say, what people on Twitter like, bring, bring, bring Blitz back, bring Blitz back, like, everybody in the competitive team. That's a cry for help. People don't realize that that's a symbol. Like, we want Blitz back. What we're really saying is that we want mats. We want more yeah. mats. It's a cry for less RNG. Like, Blitz is, it's, it's our pride and joy. I remember when Blitz, Blitz solos and Blitz duos, solo snipes, duo snipes have never been more competitive, popular. Um, yep. just every, it, it was a huge upburst in the competitive community. I know tons of people that were like, oh, I didn't start. It's like an era for people. I started back when Blitz happened. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. And so people are always, it blitzes our cry for help. We want more mats. We want it to be less RNG. And it's a faster pace room. It's fast paced mode. It's more fun to watch. Uh, honestly, I think the competitive community should bring in those kind of attributes. I agree. I, I actually think, and, and I think it goes back to what you said, how if we're going to have to redeploy system, more people are going to live until the end of circle. What is the problem with just pushing the game quicker, right? Especially from a viewer standpoint at TwitchCon or PAX, like there's nothing wrong with providing a better, quicker experience that's number one, more enjoyable for the player and more enjoyable for the viewer, right? And I don't I, know. Epic. Epic stated like or commented on the mat changes and all this. I think something in their data for some reason says that when people have more mats, they're more passive or yeah, I don't know. I think they really have to just go, all right, for this skirmish, we're gonna run blitz mode. Let let's do you guys be fire. What's up? Right? And just drop it for the whole week. And we gotta see what happens. Like just throw throw the cards on the table. Give us two days or two weeks of that, right? Yep. Give us the you know week one and week two. Let's see what it really what really happens and and how the game is then. Um, because I, it has to be something in the numbers that say this is not good for the game. But on the other hand, it's like the feel, the joy that you get from playing it says no, no, no. We yeah. want this. So I, I don't know why it's such a like uh, you know. Uh, I think it's like a sustainability issue too. I'm pretty sure is that they can they can only handle so many builds. You know, you know, you play the customs. You know, it's, it's hell on there. You know, the feeling when you're running into yeah. third class circle and you can look all around you and there's buildings, build battles literally all across the map that aren't even anywhere near inside the circle. And your character is lagging, lagging back, rubber banding back in the storm, and even though you're already in the circle. It's the worst feeling in the world. You just, I, don't, I just walk away from my computer. I know I'm dead. I don't even try to run in the circle. It's over. <laughs> it's over. You know, when you start rubber banding, that's just it. So I think they need to have it to wear a storm, like, breaks a lot of the builds that are like out of a certain radius oh does it do that right now no i don't think i don't know i don't know if it's rendering how i don't know how the server's rendering it but remember when they when they tried we've talked about this multiple times they tried to like do that where it like actually circled ended but i i'm with you maybe it's just a radius maybe it says you know like it shows a a yellow circle outside the white circle and all that's gonna break right yeah, the thing is, is yeah, 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 they don't want. I don't want it to break where the circle actually is. Yeah. I want it to break outside of the circle by like a good distance. Like let's say dusty. If you got the whole circle of dusty, I want it to be breaking at like everywhere. Like, really be gone and just flatten the game out, right? Yeah, you know, you know, it, you know where grandma's is, right? Right side dusty. Yeah, but anywhere past that, all all the builds in the entire map, except for like the actual like spawn buildings or whatever, should be broken. That would decrease all build battle server lag, and then they could have the extra mats. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they already have this, you know, running. Little do we know, but it's it's just something bigger that that they just can't, you know, or haven't really figured out or gotten to the solution to. Um, it's definitely one of those things, though, that like 
we, you know, we know it's got, you got to do something, man. We, we want stable servers, but I will say this on land. Those are the best uh, customs that I've ever played land ones. Uh, as I played from home in multiple skirmishes, there was always some kind of like just decent. You just feel it. But on land, it really felt like, oh, dude, I'm playing Fortnite. Like if I'm in my house, not necessarily peripheral wise, but like the, the server itself felt responsive. Right. So I, I got to give it to the land servers for sure. Yeah, they definitely probably have something dedicated for all those events that makes it a different. Uh, what about the heavy assault rifle? What's your thoughts on the Enzo? Where does it fit? Does it fit in the pro community? Do you like it? Are you picking it up over, you know, a silent scar? What, what's the deal with it? Um, yeah, personally, me, I'm like a scope AR kind of guy, thermal guy. So I do take it over my AR. So I just rock, you know, like double med or med utility. And then I have, you know, my three gun set up, you know, pump, SMG, and then I rock a heavy or a thermal just like that big power weapon that can really deal some damage from mid-range so yeah i definitely rock that in my main loadout for sure what about you monster what's the ups and downs of it uh well the downs are like you so you can't hold trigger on this weapon right i noticed a lot of the my like my console community pitch in and say this gun's terrible i don't like it like and i don't know why i think it's more so the play style on console is more of a close range kind of like you know head-to-head bash all the time yeah, it, it's always like real aggro, you know, up close and personal. So I think, you know, the play styles for console, it doesn't fit in as, as much. But like in the general sense of what the weapon does, oh man, it's 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 way strong. It's very, very good. I think it needs a nerf. Uh, and, I, and I think the nerf needs to be uh, make it non-medium uh, and instead carry heavy ammo uh, because it, you're not really burning through mediums when you're using it anyways. I think, just think it needs a little bit of a balance where you feel like, Oh man, I only have like 40 shots. Let me not like, you know, go crazy with this gun because it is so good. You can do everything with it. You can just ping players for incredible amounts of DPS. Um, yeah, like it's just way easy. It feels like a DMR, like, you know, a, a you know, marksman rifle right. as opposed to like an, an AR. It just doesn't feel like an AR. It feels like a semi auto sniper kind of. It's really good. Yeah. Well, but then- the gun's only useful end game then if you need sniper bullets because you you only have an abundance of sniper bullets end game and you've already fought you know two three teams. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like it'd be balanced if you make it so that like your resource economy, the ammunition, because like early game and mid game, you are steamrolling enemies that don't have especially early game minis popped or something like that. You're breaking players down way too quick. Like it's very strong, and it's so common in the game at the moment. What do you think? That's true. That's true. What do you think, Um, I don't know. I like where it's at, to be honest. I know it does a lot of damage, but it's such a precise weapon. The bloom on it is horrible. So it's really just precision shots over and over and over. Yeah, I get it. It's common ammo, but it doesn't break builds at all. Right. sucks at breaking builds. I mean, yeah, it does really good damage. I can see where you take it as like a DMR, like semi-sniper type deal. But I do believe it should be... I think they should lower the max size. I think the max size, instead of... What is it, 20 right now? 25? 25. Yeah. Yeah. I, you don't have to reload it with how accurate it is. You're pinging players. You can take on multiple engagements. There is definitely something about it that's just like so good as an AR class, especially where we're in a pump SMG meta or like pump SMG deagle. So like if you have these crazy close quarter uh, like dominant loadout, and then you have like an uh, a crazy DPSer like the the AK in your in your loadout, like you have a such a well balanced loadout, and you can get these things early game and max out. It's almost the way like double pump. You just find double pump and you're like lit. Now you just like land. You're definitely going to get a shotgun SMG. You're probably going to get an, uh, uh, a heavy AR. Heavy AR is that good. Like you're good. You have long range medium. And now you, you know you're going to have close range. 
So I think it's just so good. It's like it's it, the scale is just like crazy. Like this up there, it really changes loadouts right now. Well, guys, let us know what you think. Make sure you tweet us. Tweet at Enzo. Tweet at Monster. Maybe you'll agree with one. Maybe you don't agree with the other. Whatever it is, make sure you tweet at him. <laughs> well, without further ado, let's jump into our last section, tips and tricks. You ask, do we have tips? Of course. And do we have tricks? Oh, yes, we do. So is it up. All right, Enzo. So give us a trick. If you find yourself under your enemy during a build fight, what do you do? What, what is something players can take from, learn from, look for whenever you find yourself in that position? Um, I mean, if, if you, it depends how you lost that high ground in the first place. If you know this player just destroyed you in the build battle, it might not be best to go for a retake because most likely that player is pretty good. So honestly, you, um, it's depending on like what zone it is. You turtle and then late rotate out is the best bet. I mean, they're only going to stay and spam you for so long. Solo v. Solo. So, I mean, you put some traps down in your one by one and you just spam walls, spam walls. And eventually they're going to be, they're going to want that kill. You know, they spent all the resources, they spent all the bullets on you. And so when they make that play to just like spam W key into your base, go out the back door, build up, you have high ground. Just play high. Eventually they're going to run away, low. Or if not, you know, you take the fight, but at least you have high ground. What about you, Monster? Any tips and tricks for that one? No, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Like when your back is uh, against the wall and you pressure and you're getting pressured down to the point to where like a player feels super confident to come into your one by one, even if you don't have traps and stuff like that, you jump, uh, you know, put a, put a, a ramp down. It'll give you that split moment of opportunity to like skate out the back and, uh, you know, retake high ground if that's what your goal is. But another thing to note is it's always situational. If you have like heavy uh, HP and, and let's say shield and the players above you, you can shoot straight up through all the wood planks and bring him straight down to you and turn the pressure around real quick, right? Make him feel that pressure. Oh, I'm in his one by one, right? People right. go into panic real quick. Uh, whereas opposed to like, if you're getting, you know, back down and this is not the battle for you, you got to get out of there, uh, you know, be, be, be ready to edit, right? So like, get, get, get on your exit, um, you know, know, know how to exit out of your bases really quickly. Don't do doors, guys. You know, little little three yeah. three way pizza triangles. You know, you get out of there as fast as possible. Well, guys, obviously tips coming from pros here. Enzo dropping them for us today, man. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today, Enzo. We really appreciate you taking the time to do it, man. I know you got back probably some scrims to do tonight, some tournaments, other things you got to jump into. So thank you so much for taking the time to be here. Guys, as always, thank you for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Shoot us a review on iTunes. Leave us some comments on Podbean. Don't forget, I got the reviews after the show here for you. And uh, you can always send your complaint and emails over to fortnitepodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you like and what you dislike about about the show enzo why don't you tell everybody where they can find you throughout the week uh you guys can find me on uh twitch at ghost underscore enzo though with the end is zero find my twitter at uh ghost underscore enzo and then my instagram at uh, enzo fm guys go check him out i'm telling you this guy is awesome great guy to hang out with lots of fun great skill as well you can follow us on twitter at the fortnite podcast myself at too loud tx monster d face at monster m-o-n-s-t-e-r d-f-a-c-e and enzo as he said at ghost enzo g-h-o-s-t underscore enzo e-n-z-o guys make sure you go follow him and monster tell everybody where they can find you this week Yep, guys, as always, you can find me, especially on YouTube. My content's up there 24-7, but we do, of course, do daily live streams. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well, all at the handle at MonsterDFace, guys. And uh, thanks for having me this week. Guys, thank you so much. Enzo, thanks again, buddy, for taking the time to hang out with us. Can't wait to see you at the next event, buddy. And I really can't wait till the day you start playing in them. Well, guys, as always, and until next time, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales.
Hope you guys really enjoyed that show with Ghost Enzo. What a fantastic guy. He knows so much about the game, and me and Monster had a great time talking to him. Uh, but without further ado, let's jump into these reviews. Guys, thank you so much. I cannot express to you guys how much I really appreciate all the support you guys give every single week um, with your reviews, with your kind words, with your retweets, with all the support. Thank you so much. And I really, really, really uh, want to express how much I care about the community, how much I care about you guys and all the support you guys give. And this is why I want to do this every week. This is why I keep doing the show and why Monster keeps keeps doing the show each week is because we sincerely, sincerely enjoy the community and all the feedback. Being there, trying to provide something for you guys to listen to each week. So thank you so much for that. If somehow I miss your review during all of this, please, please send us an email and I'll read it off uh, the next time we go through them. And hopefully it won't be as long until I get to them. But without further ado, let's jump in here to the first one. If I say some names wrong, I'm incorrect. If I pause for a second, it's because I'm getting a drink. Uh, but let's go ahead and jump in here. Let's start off with Marscraft606. He says, I love the podcast and listen to it while I'm playing Fortnite. I don't know how you do that, by the way, buddy, but thank you for listening. He said, please friend me on PC. My gamer tag is Marscraft606. I'm a big fan, and it would be awesome to play a round of Fortnite with me and with, uh, I guess he meant with you guys. Uh, I use the tips and tricks you give us, listeners. I love the podcast and have listened to every single episode. Marshcraft man, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to those. There's a lot of episodes out now. I think we're like on 54, uh, if I'm counting that correctly with this one. Uh, so thank you so much, man, for taking the time to do that. And especially while you're playing, you're, you're crazy. I don't, I don't know how you hear anything. I, I can't do that. Um, then comes next one's from Bad Word Fortnite. He said, I listened to the podcast once and fell in love with it. If you guys were to delete the podcast or stop doing it, I would literally cry. You guys are the best ever. Keep it up. Man, you're the best ever. You're the best ever, Bad Word Fortnite. Thank you so much, man, uh, for the support and for listening. And we hope to continue on for, for hopefully years to come, buddy. Uh, the next one it comes from DJ Jibs. He says, amazing podcast and don't ever, don't even, you don't even know. He says, thanks so much for everything you guys talk about. It's so awesome to really be a part of the Fortnite community. And you're providing such an awesome insight for everyone. Thanks again. DJ Jibs, aka Isaac. Isaac, man, thank you so much for that. We really appreciate it. Um, you know, you are do an incredible job at listening each week. The next one comes from Junior Comedian. He says, pretty good. Overall, I enjoy the podcast. There are some episodes that the little that get a little stagnant, but if you're into Fortnite, like 125 million of, of us are. You'll really enjoy it too. Hey man, thanks so much. We we try to keep it fresh, do different things. We've changed the the format throughout the time, and uh, you know we're gonna keep trying to make it better. Let us know uh, seriously what what gets stagnant for you, what's not good, and we want to make sure we don't do that again, and we make sure we want to keep changing it and make it better for you. Uh, another one comes from Raven sixty five seven eight nine. He says, "Amazing. This is a great podcast for people who want to get get good at Fortnite." Hey man. I'm not that great at Fortnite. Monster's fantastic. You know, and the, a lot of the guests we have are fantastic. So, you know, hopefully you get something from them. Uh, but we definitely, you know, want to keep bringing those tips. That's a staple to the show is the tips and tricks and helping people, like, gain, you know, some knowledge of the game that, you know, I don't have, but Monster and, and our guests can pass along. Uh, the next one comes from Mr. J. Carlos 19 This Fortnite awesomeness. 
Great podcast, guys. I'm a casual player, always looking to improve, and you guys help a lot. Let's play some time on Xbox. Mr. Carlos19, let's get some dubs. It's for anybody, definitely, that throws out their tag here, feel free to shoot me a epic invite now that we can all play together across all the platforms. Uh, it's just too loud TX. Feel free to shoot me that invite, and I'll be more than happy to accept it. And if you see me on, invite me. Let's play together. And that goes for everybody that listens to this podcast each week. Uh, the next one is for um, RR and uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna redo this. I'm gonna say R Randall LCSD. R Randall LCSD says thanks, guys. Just found your podcast today and started listening. Stumbled onto it. And listen to Sorry Sony. Hey, that's actually one of my favorite episodes. Makes me sad that my favorite system won't join the next level of gaming. Anyway, I have a lot of back listening to do, so I better get to it. Thanks again for listening to the experience. So here's what's funny. I mean, I, it's been so long. This one's from July 3rd, and I haven't... That's how long it's been since I've read these uh, reviews. But it was a great episode. I love so Sorry Sony. That was a fun one to do. But I will say to you that the great thing now, Randall, for me and you, and for all the other PlayStation people out there, is that Sony finally joined the party, and I'm very happy about that. So let's all play together. Uh, the next one is from uh, though the I'm gonna go I'm gonna go though the uh, Eldbo Edbo though the Edbo no though the Debo yeah they were, we'll go with that one though the Debo. 15 to 135 it says i love the podcast i listen to it all the time you are an amazing host it's fun to listen to and i'm when i when i'm bored well i really appreciate that man hopefully it's fun to listen to when you're not bored too uh but i do appreciate the comment man thank you so much for the five star and and thank you so much for for the kind words that you have there I, guys i'm not i'm I, i'm just trying to do my best out here and i really appreciate the support i appreciate all the feedback positive constructive uh, that you guys give us um i keep trying to critique how i do things so i can keep making it better for you guys uh the next one comes from gaming with lil and he says i love listening to this five star he said keep up the good work i listen to every episode man thank you so much keep on listening and i'll keep putting them out trickster 565 says you guys are the best i'll listen to not only this podcast but also the boys over at fortnite champions podcast holla at those guys our buddies over there uh podcast in between the two i can't f uh, i can't fully choose a winner you guys are just the, the best doing the best for doing this podcast man it gets me through my day hey man thank you so much trickster we really appreciate it man the, our, our our friends over at fortnite champions are fantastic guys as well they do a great job. I listen to their show too. Um, you know, we, we both have different topics sometimes. We have different things we cover. Uh, and so, you know, definitely, if you guys listen to the show, go check out Fortnite Champions as well. They do a great job. Uh, then you have Game Bro D Savage. He says, great tips, and I love the podcast. Five star. Hey, man, thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. DH uh, Ross. Oh, one it says great Fortnite pod great podcast hey man thank you so much for the support thank you for the five star thank you for being great yourself uh the next one comes from uh slob to god or i'm sorry mega booster says from slob to god 
15 out of 10, I went from no kills a game to 20, a 20 bomb dropping a monster with my last 10 solo game games one. Would listen to again, but really, it's a great podcast to listen to, to drive to work, to keep up with the Fortnite happenings, since there's so much going on all the time. Hey, Mega, thank you so much, man. I'm glad that we could help out. I don't think that was probably all of our podcast, but thanks for the credit. Uh, but man, dropping some 20 bombs and uh, and winning your last 10 solo games. Congrats to you, buddy. And hopefully it's still going that well. Then you have Budsy Booster. He said, this is awesome. I love the podcast. I listen to it every time I'm in the shower. Uh, man, that's a, that's, a lot of, that's, a, that's a lot of times. I mean, if you're taking a shower every day, that's, that's quite a bit. You're listening to a lot of episodes over and over and over. Uh, he said, I'm pretty good, but I've never won a solo. Uh, please shout out my YouTube channel. My YouTube is Budsy Booster. That's B-U-D-Z-Y Booster, if anybody wants to check it out. And I'll upload soon. I would love to do a game with you. Hey, man. Like I said, feel free to add us, add me, and uh, I'll definitely add you. I know Monster has a list of people uh, trying to play with him, and I know with his stream and stuff, it's a little different. But if you see me on, feel free to invite me, and I'd be more than happy to play with you guys. Uh, then we have Seth Roland Burn It Down, uh, and he says, "Cool, best podcast, more episodes." Hey man, we're, we'll we'll try, we'll keep them coming. Pixel Soldier says, "Great podcast, fun to listen to, you guys." You put in the effort and time. By the way, I need a couple wins. I've been doing terrible for a while. Gamer tag. Gameo Crash 71, just like it sounds. G-A-M-E-O Cash. I'm sorry, Game Gameo Cash 71. Uh, G-A-M-E-O-C-A-S-H 71. So if you guys are out there, feel free to add them to the community. And feel free to send me an invite, buddy. Richard Gata. I'm going to go with the, I'm sure I pronounced that wrong, but... Richard, he said, great show, great Fortnite podcast, and the only one to listen to. I'm on Xbox, and all the tips and tricks will get you wins. Thanks, uh, guys. Keep going. Hey, man, we definitely will, Richard. Thanks so much for the five-star, buddy. Read this on your podcast, please. Done by Pearson PM RM. Pearson RM. Man, thank you so much. He says, hi, with the five-star. Read this on your podcast, please. I'm reading it, buddy. I'm reading it. I'm reading it. Thank you so much for the five-star, buddy. Uh... Say less 8899 says, my name's Christian Saymore. Christian, thanks so much, buddy. He says, I love your show. It gets me through my long work shifts. As, as you hear a lot, thanks for bringing us the show. If you're interested, my, Fort, my Fortnite user is say less, S-E-Y-L-E-S-S-8855 on the Switch. And I could use some help getting, getting views on YouTube channel. It's called... Jindak Gaming, G-E-D-A-C, Jindak Games. So go check that out, guys. Man, Christian, thank you so much. Guys, I hope you know the thing that reason why I read off other other people's YouTubes and and their and their gamer tags is because this is a community to me. Feel free to support any of us. You support me. I support you. Let's all do this together. Uh, the next one comes from Real Justin Young. He says, "Almost perfect. Almost okay. Five stars." I really enjoyed this podcast. Great show, knowledgeable host. 90% of the show is great in the tips and tricks and the coverage of esports events. Audio quality has improved as the show has grown. My only complaint is too many questions to the guest about being a streamer and not enough about actual gameplay and strategy. Keep up the cast. Man, hopefully this, I know this came out in August. 
Um, we've been trying to make a better job of that. We've heard that before, Justin. So thank you so much for the feedback. Um, we've been trying to shorten that segment that covered the history of the streamer or history of the player, whatever it was. Ask a couple of questions about how they join their team and get into it and then talk about the game. And that's hopefully what we do with Enzo really well this time. We really had a fun time talking to him and he's very knowledgeable about the game. So hopefully we got a better balance of that going and we'll keep trying to critique that and make it better. So thank you, Justin, for the feedback. We got Big Bird Bomber. He says, love love the guests and all the tips that Monster gives. And he gives us some, some kiss emotes. Kisses to you, buddy. Big Bird Bomber, man. Thank you so much as well. We really appreciate all the support. Coming back is Captain Cringe 45. He says, it's good. I like to listen to it while I go to bed and it helps me fall asleep. Well, let me just tell you this, Captain. If you're listening to this while I go to sleep, buddy. Sweet dreams. And I hope that my voice as you go to sleep tonight just rings in your ears. And you wake up and you just feel refreshed in the morning by the sweet tones of my voice. Um, which you're probably not that sweet to listen to. So if you're going to sleep, man, you know, enjoy. Go to sleep, go to sleep. Uh, thank you so much, Captain. Appreciate that, buddy. Uh, Cousin Carlos. Uh, he says hi with a five star. You make life easier, and thanks for the news. I, I you know, guys, I, I am actually really touched every time I hear like anything about. I encourage you. We encourage you as a show. We help you get through certain things. Get get through your Mondays that are tough because I know Mondays suck. All that kind of stuff. Like so, we really appreciate that. So thank you so much. Um, you know, I don't know how we do that. We just do. We're just doing a podcast because you guys have supported us. And you make it fun to do it. And so, you know, you guys help us. You know, Carlos, you you make my life easier by listening. So thank you so much, man, for, for listening, for all the support. What up, what up, what up, what up? Uh, comes from Battle Brother, the three. Uh, man, yeah, what up, what up, what up, Battle Brother? He says, hey, my name is Emery. I'm 10 years old. I listen to this every night. I mean, every night. I'm pretty good at Fortnite. One out of, one out of 10, probably seven um seven thanks to uh for listening ps you can put this in a pod so definitely man uh battle brother man thank you so much it's funny your title there what up what up what up uh you catch that i say that all the time so thank you so much for that man and you know man being 10 and and winning probably uh fortnite one out of every 10 or one out of every seven is is pretty incredible uh so keep grinding man one day maybe you can uh, be up on that main stage uh, Roth84 says, love the podcast. I just started listening at the end of season four and have been getting better because of this podcast. It's awesome. I'm also from Texas, so I had to had to show y'all one appreciation for what y'all do. Hey, man, thank you so much for the support, Roth, and shout out to Texas, baby. Come on. We have the original ninja, says Naked. Uh, five star and he he says great podcast as usual I've listened to Too Loud and the guys for years now and have been close personal gaming friends with them for years this is our excuse me this is our boy naked I'm getting choked up over here no I'm actually just need a drink real quick we also call him Ning but uh, naked said been close with personal friends for years I've always supported them and most of the time, I've ended up loving all the games they've covering. Uh, he's been with us since the Destiny days, covering um, Destiny, covering Rainbow Six Siege, 
um, and obviously covering Fortnite. And he says, uh, he continues to say, great to see the podcast doing well. Glad to see so many guests come on the show. Haven't gotten to play too much with the guys as of late because I've made the swap to PC, but we get in some games every now and then. It's crazy to see how these these other Fortnite podcasts and knowing that you guys are the OG and I'm glad the community is growing so well. Can't wait to see what the show has in the future. Ma, get the camera. Naked. I play Naked said. Uh, this is one of his things. Ma, get the camera. is so funny. We steal it from him and we do our own streams and stuff like that. Uh, you know, Kyle the Anxious does it as well. Takes it from him. Look Naked. Man, and anybody listening to this show that's been supporting me and the content that I've been a part of, uh, and whether Null Zero was there or Hambone back in the day or it's Monster D Face now, man, thank you so much. Thank you. Seriously, thank you so much for the support. I, I wouldn't have kept doing these different shows and doing this now if it wasn't without you guys. Uh, have Not says, Love the podcast. Good crew to listen to and love the fact that they are able to get the guest. Uh, guest host and players for more input and differentiation of perspectives on the game. My knowledge, uh, very knowledgeable about their subjects and sprinkle in some humor. Sounds like they interact with their audience too by by playing with them. Overall, grade A podcast. Uh, your avid listener, Michael, make my third shift nights easier. Hey man, if this is your third night shift, man, thank you so much, Michael. Hope you uh, have a great have a great evening at work, and uh, thank you so much for loving the podcast. Little Traveler, he says, so cool. I listen to the podcast every night before bed. Hey, man, thanks so much, Traveler. We really appreciate it, buddy. Um, thank you so much for the support. Aiden O'Neill, thank you for these amazing podcasts. I hope to see many and many, many more. Fortnite Podcast 5-Star. Thank you so much, buddy. We really appreciate it. Uh... Dinali143 says, why? With a one star, actually. Uh, he says, I just don't like the way this podcast works. Well, I am sorry. Uh, let me know what it is that doesn't work well. Uh, and we'll definitely try to change it if you still listen. Um, we'll do what, what we can. Uh, and he says, uh, the next one comes from, hi, my name is L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O. He says, uh, Fortnite is my life. Five star, but it's hard to see other POV, so I love this podcast. Uh, for everybody out there, other point of views, so I love this podcast. Hey man, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we try to show and talk about you know our angle on the game and and what we're enjoying, what we like. Uh, the next one comes from Angel Man eighty eight YT. Uh, guessing that's YouTube. It says great job. Uh, you guys are doing good work. Keep it up. Hey man, thank you so much. Really appreciate it, Angel. Uh, uh, Remy, uh, w I'm gonna go with um, Gwyn or Win. Um, he says, Awesome! Uh, he says, Great podcast and very helpful. Keep up the good work, amen. Thank you so much, Remy. Uh, then we have 33 Reb, he says, Awesome, or 333 Reb, and he says, Awesome podcast. Uh, it's a gr it's great to get them. Great to get to learn all the new tricks and tips or find out about the new things going on in Fortnite. Fortnite is my life. Thanks and keep up the good work, guys. Hey, thanks so much, Rib. We really appreciate the support, man. We'll keep it going. Andrew26272 says, Talk about cosmetics. 
can you talk more about cosmetics in Fortnite? Keep up the great work. This is actually something I tried to do a little bit this time. We talked a little bit about the aim, um, the the aim skin coming in. This is just a hard balance. There's so many cosmetics and things to talk about. And Andrew, I try to pull like the main things around the game, but I definitely took your comment here. Uh, and I'm going to be working my best to, to talk about maybe some of the major cosmetic things that are going on in the game. Uh, and maybe we'll even break it down and like maybe when all the Christmas stuff comes out or something, do like a show where we, you know, maybe a, a short segment where we just talk about some cosmetics of the game uh, for that episode or for some special episodes. So definitely, hey, this is the kind of feedback I love. I, lo I want to know what you guys want to hear about. It's not about what I want to talk about. It's not what Monster wants to talk about. It's about what you guys want to hear about. So definitely we'll talk about some cosmetics for you. Uh, thanks so much for that feedback, Andrew. Seriously. Uh, yo, boy, Jonah. What's up, Jonah? He says, uh, you're doing a good job. Five star. Great show. Keep it up. Hey, man, Jonah, thank you so much, buddy. You're doing a great star, a great job of listening. Uh, and then we have uh, Slyer Than a Fox. And he says, you have, uh, he says, five star as well. Thank you. He says, you have made me love Fortnite more and more. I'm a nerd. Great audio. Great content. Thank you. Hey, man, thank you so much. I've learned stuff actually through this process of getting better at, um, you know, actually doing these reviews or doing uh, the podcast and editing and stuff like that. But I've obviously done it for years, but I'm even learning stuff every week. Uh, recently uh, got something that I learned about how to level out the audios a little better for our guests when their mics aren't very consistent. Uh, so that's helped out a lot. So hopefully you guys hear that. Hopefully it keeps getting better, better. I'm a nerd, man. I'm a nerd at the game. I'm a nerd at the audio. I try to do my best. So Sly, uh, Slyer Than a Fox, thank you so much, man, for the feedback, for the support. Everybody here, thank you so much. That is like 20 minutes probably of me talking about reviews. I don't want to just read it. I want to give you guys some feedback. I want to talk to you. I love to talk to you guys. So I love to play with you as well. So feel free. Hit me up, guys. If I missed your review somehow, please, please, please send it to me. Fortnitepodcast at gmail.com. I will get it in next time, I promise. Um, and I don't want to miss anybody out there. The credit goes to you guys. The show is great because of you guys. And hopefully, uh, if you haven't left a review and you hear this, please go leave a review. It helps us. Please, please, please uh, leave a review if you haven't. But without further ado, guys, thank you so much for all of this. I'm going to go drink like a gallon of water now because I've talked so much. But... Thank you so much for your reviews. Thank you for the time you took out of your day to sit there and write a review back to me and give me some feedback. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to our show. I hope this is just still the start of a great, great couple years of doing this show for you guys. Thank you so much. And until next time, guys, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales.
Fortnite Podcast is a Too Loud production presented by DeSerto.com and sponsored by Elgato Gaming. The background music for the Elgato ad is brought to you by Kevin McLeod. The song is called Rainbows, and you can visit it at incomputech.com.